Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of But First Brunch, where every week we pour ourselves a couple mimosas, catch up on pop culture and Jacksonville stories to see how it's shaping our culture. I'm Catalina. And I'm Jessica. And on today's episode, we're not talking about who bit Beyonce, because we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. There's an NDA sign. No, Tiffany Haddish has been playing us. No. Tiffany um, Haddish has been playing us all week, acting like she was going to tell us. She can't tell us. She signed a non-disclosure agreement. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard, but it's, it's fine. I was so excited <laughs> to find out who in the hell would bite Beyonce's face, but we're never going to know. So we're not talking about it, okay? okay? But Except on today's we episode, <laughs> we talked to uh, Tara Nilsson and Sarah Flowers from The Makery. If you don't know what that is, keep listening and you'll find out. But Jessica mm. had the brilliant idea of talking about spring cleaning. It's not really that brilliant. <laughs> it's just more of, okay, it's spring. Like, it's it's time to... Blossom into a new season. And I know that I constantly need help finding new ways to organize and just get my house together. There are, I'm certain there are better ways of doing things than I probably am doing them. My plan is to just throw out like random stuff that I haven't used and then just never touch anything else. Like (laughs) I, I do it in like chunks and they're not efficient. It doesn't work. So yeah, we're gonna. We know that like you probably are dealing with the same thing. It's everyone's just like, oh, it's springtime. Let's just refurbish and just yeah you get excited because you want people to come over and stuff now that it's like getting warmer again you might have some guests over exactly. you're adulting sort of you know you might have a place now that people you like want people to actually come over yeah to. you want to be like proud of the space yeah not just to show it off but also live in so Jess found some really cool spring cleaning tips and this first one and they're, they're kind of grouped by like area of your house so the okay. first one is miscellaneous spaces just random places in your house so the don't, these are do's and don'ts. So the don't is like, don't feel like you have to tackle an entire room or your entire house or apartment in one day. <laughs> I am so guilty of that. And then I'm miserable by the end of the day because then it's 11 o'clock and my friends are out and I'm like, nah, I'm still cleaning because if you if you feel like you're going to clean your entire house in one day, what do you do? Get sidetracked by old pictures. Right. And I'll, oh my <laughs> God. So instead, just like start little, start with maybe just your closet. Or, like, just your nightstand if it's that crazy. Because once you see, like, a small, once you see, like, the amazing results of that small thing, Mm -hmm. it encourages you to, like, tackle the next one. It's like checking things off a list. Right. Okay. So, this one, you don't want to leave dust and dirt behind in, like, an empty space. So, you kind of want to start over, clear an entire shelf off, and just dust that whole thing. Don't just, like, dust around the books like I do (laughs) and just kind of scoot them over and, like... No, it's best to just, I know, me too. It's like, (laughs) you remove the books and it'll just be like this of dust that was there for like years. (laughs) You're like, oh. It's like when a mummy coughs in a cartoon. (laughs) Yes, yes. Don't do that. Just clear the space off. It'll be worth it. It's true. Or like, especially with drawers. I was so guilty. Like the, the desk that I had growing up, I had three wooden drawers and I would take all the stuff out. And reorganize or throw stuff away and then just put them back in. <laughs> and then when I finally threw it away when I moved out of my mom's house, it was disgusting. There was oh, a no. thick, thick I don't layers know. of dirt in the corners. <laughs> yeah, so just 
clean out everything. <laughs> Some cookie crumbs, whatever. And then the last tip for like just random spaces in your house, it's called the edit process. Don't skip the edit process. Like Jess said, take everything out of the space that you're going to clean, whether it's like the bookshelf or your nightstand. Take everything out, lay it in front of you, so then you can kind of edit out stuff that you don't want or don't need anymore. True. True. And you'll, you'll probably find things you didn't even realize you still had, and you're like, why is this taking <laughs> Story of my space? life. Um, so the next area of your house is linens and laundry, the linen closet. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to clutter up your laundry cabinets or shelves with random types of like bulky detergents and supplies. I do that. And they're so awkward shaped too. Like our uh, like the the laundry pods. It's such a big, bulky, randomly yes. shaped bottle. And like kind of oddly colored. Usually it's like bright red or something. Ours was for sensitive skin, so ours was white. Oh, but yeah, but still so nice. awkwardly shaped. And we would just have to like hack off the top so it was easier to get into. But even when you get to the bottom, still not easy to get into. But yeah, whatever. might as so. well just get little like detergent. Holders, or you know, yeah, exactly. Just buy, just like nice go to the dollar canisters. Store. Exactly. Yeah, just buy like either plastic or glass bottles or um, containers, and then just store them in there instead. Dollar okay. store, you'll find everything. Or sometimes the dollar section at Target, but that's dangerous <laughs> because you could get lost in yeah, there. Yeah, you might not want to go there. <laughs> okay, the next tip on linens and laundry: you don't want to stack items like towels, t-shirts, and linens. I do that all the time, and it Most ends up just kind do. of like. It just take, ends up taking up a lot of space, and it just kind of looks like a mess. They suggest that you should maximize your space and roll them really neatly. You'll see that a lot, like when you go to Spots. a fancy, like yeah, like a yeah. fancy hotel or a restaurant, wherever. It looks a lot better, and it actually saves space. Yeah, so. and it's because especially when you stack them, like I'm, I'm picturing like our linen closet uh, with all of our bath towels. None of them are the same size. They're all different colors. It's it would be so much easier if you just buy one of those baskets, roll them up, stick them in the basket. All right, so what's the next area of the house? The closet. I'm trying to, this is my first place that I actually have like a legit closet space. I'm so excited, but because like they're so big, I can see into the whole thing. Like right when I just pull it open, I can see all my hangers and it would drive me nuts if I didn't have matching hangers. So this tip says don't use mismatched or old hangers in your closet. Instead, you should purchase sets of space-saving slimline or huggable hangers and, like, matching hangers. Yeah. Just so it, it looks better. It it actually, your closet can be very functional if we just, like, use the right stuff. For pants, hey, maybe get a pants hanger. <laughs> those are those are such a lifesaver. Like, the wooden ones, that like yes. those are the only ones that I use now because that's what my dad had growing up. So, for me, it's, like, nostalgic. But, yeah, like, the wooden ones where you kind of bend the, uh, the hook over and then the little wooden clasps open, those are really, really good for hanging pants. Yeah. And then... And the the hangers thing changed my life because before I felt guilty about like throwing away hangers like oh, I'm recycling like I'm using old stuff but when I switched over to buying those black slim mm. felt hangers I had so much space that oh, it yeah. made me want to go buy more stuff right which is the complete opposite of the purpose of this you know this episode but still like it made so much so much more of a difference and it's better for your clothes too i think yeah oh yeah, yeah. especially the the more delicate ones mm-hmm. that can like slide off really easily or get stretched out by a plastic hanger yeah yep. no those made all the difference um another tip for your closet is don't take up the space with clothes you're not wearing whether it's clothes Ugh. you haven't worn in forever like years or just clothes you're not going to wear that season you know my roommate was telling me about this thing that she did once and i can't remember the name of, of what it was but basically you select only like 10 outfits that you're going to wear for a certain season and the rest you pack away and you take it out when that next season comes and then you then you're like oh wow yeah you like go through and you just kind of interchange it could be like a couple of pants that you interchange with a couple I can't remember all the rules 
Is yeah, it is it ten outfits uh, maybe or ten I'll, items? After this episode, I'll look it up so I can link it um, okay. with the podcast because it's act- she said it it was really awesome. Yeah, because that would make me nervous. Yeah. Ten outfits is one thing. That's like plenty of options, but ten items, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. I mean, it might be for but someone who come like, to discover that wow, you can like forces you to get creative oh, yeah. with how you do it. And so you realize how much you actually have and that you're like how much you're you're wasting. Yeah. It's and if cool. you have like a very specific style, because who was I watching where Oh, so we got this we got this whole list from Refinery Twenty Nine and uh Lucy Fink is like mm-hmm. their online personality and sometimes she'll do these fun little um not necessarily challenges, but she'll try stuff out for a week. And she tried this min- minimalistic wardrobe where she only took maybe five things out of her closet. It's something like that. Yeah. I watched that whole video, yeah, actually. And it was good. But then what she said at the end was like what I would identify with. She loves color so much that she felt so limited by mm-hmm. her, like by the things that she had picked out of her closet. So that could work for some people, for people like me who love patterns and colors. Like it's hard to it take hard. 10 items and make them work. Maybe you know, even like up it to maybe like 15 50, to 20. 50 <laughs> maybe. So obviously instead of taking up space with clothes that you're not wearing, you can create the, like the seasonal bins. Put them away like for your winter clothes, like especially the sweaters that take up so much space. Put them away. You can do even like, uh, what is it? The the vacuum seal? Like oh, the bags? I forget what they're called. I've never done that. But Those are a lot of fun. Really? There's so much, but just to like suck just all the air, air out, out, of the, out of the container. Yeah, those things are cool. Yeah, I remember first seeing like infomercials for them. I was like, what is that? That's the one that I bought and <laughs> it was great. Okay, so next up on our list is the pantry area. And I am so guilty of this. So the tip is don't walk blindly into the store when shopping for organization supplies. You should measure the cabinets and shelving you're planning to use and then like decide what items you're, you're going to use to help you maximize the space. So you have like a system that works for you. Yeah, have like, a plan. <laughs> I am just, I think it's just lazy and I just need to get better. I'm one of those people that be like, it'll be fine. Like I'll I'll be walking in for a, a curtain rod thing and I'll be like, hmm, didn't measure that window, but this looks right. Bring it home. It's like no. not even half the size of the window. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah, Did it with my washer and dryer too. It's fine. It fits now, but. <laughs> it'll work. We'll make it work. No, like, no it's like pure denial. It's like, no, no, no. We'll make it work. I already bought it. It'll work. Right. And it doesn't. But it's best to just save your, it literally takes maybe you an extra five minutes to measure some stuff, have the, everything right, and you yep. just go to the store and you have it all there. You know exactly the size of everything you should get. And then you won't be tempted to buy something that like looks really cute and like, oh, this would look great. Like You're going to end up saving your money, saving yourself time by not buying the wrong thing. Right, exactly. All right, so one of our favorite places, one of my favorite places in any house, the kitchen. So Jess, what's the, what's the first tip? Oh my gosh. This is, I'm telling you guys, I'm not, I need to get better at my organization skills. <laughs> so... You don't want to store loose fridge items without a container. It's the I mean, yes, like But I feel like that we all do that. Like what's now, loose? What's okay, like is loose. Like for example, I actually I have been getting better at this cuz I finally have tons of matching Tupperware. Sometimes if I I'll just like cook something and if I'm lazy, I'll just put it like away on a plate and put it in the fridge as opposed to Oh, instead of putting it in a container. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I'll like cover it with like saran wrap or something like that, but it's best to just organize it and put it in like something that at least looks nice cuz then one you're more enticed to eat it. True. And it preserves it better. And it's just it's just more it's it's more organization space. Like if you just have a plate there as opposed to something that's stackable, like that yeah, takes exactly. away it's like when somebody shoves an entire pizza box in the fridge after <laughs> buying pizza. It would I save so that. much more space if you just stack them and put like foil or something like on top of each yeah. other and put it in a, a container. But listen, when drunk Catalina <laughs> is just trying to clean up the space before she passes out, 
the pizza box gets shoved into the fridge. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. <laughs> but if you're sober and putting away pizza, <laughs> wrap it up. Put it in a container. Save yourself some space. Yes. I was so confused when we saw this one. That was like, store loose fridge items. I was like, what is a loose fridge item? Like individual <laughs> grapes? What are they talking about? Yes. Jeez. I think that's exactly what Put they were picturing. grapes away. Don't be a savage. All right, so the second tip for the kitchen is uh, don't ignore the hidden storage areas, like under your sink. I mean, this is where you put everything, right? Like your cleaners, your detergents, cleaning supplies, like all the stuff. So you can get little bins that make it easier to organize, and you're not like reaching all the way behind the the (laughs) pipe to try and find that one thing you swear you still have, and And then then there's a cockroach, and you're like, oh Oh my god. That's, I wouldn't clean. Spring cleaning would be canceled for the day if that Ugh. was the case. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's a, kind of like what you would do for your closet. Like if you got a bunch of little items that you got to store away, just buy a bin, super cheap, and right. then just it can actually be bit way them. more functional than we probably make it. Like I think that's one of those areas we just tend to just be like, eh. it's almost like a junk drawer of the cleaning supplies. Yeah, it's the junk. Yeah, it's the junk cupboard. So the last area of your house that uh, that we're trying to help you, we're helping us, we're helping you. Are like this the storage spaces so closets not necessarily cupboards but shelves don't keep items hidden in closed containers so like shoe boxes you might be using mm. a shoe box or just like an old container that isn't um isn't see through like a see through plastic container because then you just start throwing stuff in there and it just accumulates so and then you true. can't keep track. Oh, yeah, I'm guilty. And then even if you do use one, like at least label it so you know what should and shouldn't be going in there. It just makes life a little bit easier. And then next on that same one for the storage spaces is just declutter. Well, don't declutter your space once and then just leave it. It's something we have to revisit regularly because, as you said, sometimes we just find ourselves like throwing one more thing into the junk drawer. One more thing becomes three more things. And before we know it, it's like, how did this happen again? (laughs) How did I get all the way back here? It's important to just revisit and once a week just come back and be like, okay, let's Throw some of this out. Let's yeah, move some of this. Just keep track of the junk. Yeah. yeah just keep tra- I mean, it's. <laughs> did you see when I um, did my little Instagram story a few weeks ago of the pile of shame? No. <laughs> so I have right now. I mean, everyone's got it in their house. When they walk in, they just like drop stuff wherever it is, like keys, purses, shoes, stuff that you bought at the store. And then a lot of us just kind of leave it there, especially like laundry. Everyone's got a laundry pile of shame that they leave for a few days. <laughs> that is me, Timothy. <laughs> And mine chair. is right next to, so walking into our bedroom, you walk into my nightstand first, and that's my pile of shame. Like, I'll leave <laughs> my work bag, my b- both of my work bags, any mail that I got, yeah, books that I haven't I read it. yet are all right there. <laughs> you have to keep track of your pile of shame. Yes. Otherwise, it just gets so big, and Andrew hates when I don't, <laughs> when I don't keep track of it. There was a day, <laughs> usually he's just, like, so nice about it. He's like, you got to pick at this. And then one day he was like, you gotta pick pick this up. It's so big. <laughs> and I was like, all right. I tend to right. do that because the first thing I do when I walk in my house is I just set everything down because I come home. Sometimes I come home in the morning first, and then I'll go, I'll eat, and then I leave again. Mm-hmm. So I just drop everything right by the kitchen table, and then yep. not everything comes with me when yep. I leave again. So it's just things just kind of gradually just start. It's the pile of shame. I always text my roommate. I'm like, I'm sorry, I ruined the house again before you got home. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> so the last tip, the unofficial tip that we're going to add our little flavor on. Cleaning is so much easier when you've got a drink in your hand. Oh, dude. Makes I, it so pleasant. It so really pleasant. does. I'll, sometimes I'll sit there with like a glass of Chardonnay. That's like what I just drink at home. Mm-hmm. And... It legit makes it so much better. It does. It makes it fun. And then like your favorite playlist. Blast music, music have a drink in in your hand, and then clean. But when I'm doing laundry, I one thing I can get away with if I'm just sitting there and folding is like popping on a show and doing it. It does slow me down a little bit, but it actually makes doing your laundry enjoyable or FaceTiming somebody. I'll sit down and FaceTime my little sister while I'm doing laundry because it just makes me feel like one, I'm doing something like productive and like catching up with somebody and I'm getting my stuff done at the same time. And it makes doing that normally boring chore, it goes by so much faster. Yes. Look at us. I know. Look at us changing the world. <laughs> One storage space at a time. We're amazing. We're we have adulting down like not at all, but <laughs> But we're leveling up slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. <laughs> So over the past few years, Jacksonville's turned into this massive love fest of supporting local. So whether that's food, jewelry, cocktails, it's almost the norm to pick local over anything else. A perfect example is the Makery, a curated market where independent makers and creative entrepreneurs from Jacks and all over the Southeast get together within the community to inspire. And let's be honest, shop. Yeah. <laughs> the event is in over a couple of weeks, and we're excited to have the creators, Taryn Nilsson and Sarah Flowers, here to talk about it. Welcome, Welcome. guys. Hey. We're so excited Thanks. to have Thank you. you for having us. <laughs> yeah. So this is only the Makery's second year, right? Yes. So where did the idea come from, and did you grow up crafting? Uh, well, basically, we lived. I've lived in Jacksonville all my life, and um, growing up here, and then and as an adult, and growing family and wanting to shop, seeing all the things that you could buy online and around. Um, we couldn't get them here. So essentially, Tarn and I created an event that we would want to go to and um, t- found things that, that you would not usually be able to find. What really separates it then from like a traditional? There are quite a few things, actually. So first, uh, you know, Sarah and I are both moms. I'm, my kids are six and under. So I get all excited about going to a market. And 15 minutes in, my youngest inevitably has a meltdown. So one aspect of it is that we wanted to, wanted it to be very kid-friendly. So we actually have Bay and B come in and have an area where families can go, regroup, play in a safe space, and then go back out to continue shopping and hanging out. And that's just one aspect of it. The other aspect is engagement. The first two markets, we offered make-and-takes, where a maker would actually leave their booth, come and do a sit-down, hands-on class with you and show you how to make one of... Um, and any of their goods, anything. That's so and then cool. this time around, we're offering kits. So they're pre-made oh. kits where you can come oh. and sit down as well, follow instructions, and make something there. I Fun. love that. It's like crafting class. Exactly. <gasps> so then what is... was the idea between or of uh, making it biannual? Because you have a spring one and you have the fall one. What right. was what was that for? Um, well, we thought about doing more, and we may, hint, hint, um, <laughs> 
But, you know, we wanted it to be far enough apart so that it was still exciting. We didn't want it to be so often where it was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll just go to the next one. We want people to get excited each time. So what else can you do at the makery? So you said now they're kind of like those like crafty Kits. type mm-hmm. of classes or kits. But So this is like family friendly? It's definitely family friendly, but it is not a kids event. So that's, okay. that's the idea is that it is an adult event. I mean, but the idea is that... Everybody can come and enjoy themselves, which if you have small kids, we have a kid-friendly space that makes it easier for you to go do the things that you want to do in the rest of the market. So it is definitely family-friendly, kid-friendly, but it is not necessarily a kid's event. Is there like alcoholic beverages? Cause, like, <laughs> if you wanted to like stroll around and have a drink, okay. that's a real question. <laughs> I just needed to know. I was like thinking about it. I'm like... You know, that would be really would nice. It is. Like it's sipping definitely... on something while you're like looking at fun crafts. And... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, we traditionally have a lounge area and, and we have people come spend all day. We have live music last time. It really is not just shopping. I mean, it's, it's something that you can come and do all, something all day. But then we also won ticket, $5. It also lasts, it's for both days. So we oh, do have cool. people that come both days. I mean, it's really yes. just a place to come and hang out. Yeah, they leave, recruit people, a good for the atmosphere, next day and come hang <laughs> yeah. out all day again. Do food trucks show up and Absolutely. stuff? Yes. Yeah. Dude, who's on the lineup for this year? Can you can you okay, tell us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Pi ninety five. He's been oh, at every market. Yeah, yes, that guy's awesome. that guy's popular. He, uh, yeah. He's everywhere. Yes. He's in Springfield pretty well, often. He does it well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have Evan and Pi ninety five. Josie's Latin Fusion. Yep. Um, Sunshine Grinds. Sunshine Grinds. He's uh, I think they're sort of new. Yeah, I they're, think they're from Hawaii, but um, really really good That's and awesome. excited to sort of show them off right. into into Jack. And, and then aside from food trucks, we also have some smaller vendors that come in so we'll have other food uh options for you yay i love yeah between just like because i went to the one in in the fall and it was amazing i just like i just i went with my friend who now lives in atlanta and she likes to pretend like you know she knows all the cool stuff because she's in atlanta (laughs) but she was so impressed and it was just the, the way that you guys set it up was beautiful it was easy to walk around and it was like overwhelming in a good way because there were so many vendors there with all kinds of different things. You had boutiques kind of setting up and photographers mm-hmm. with like stills of their photos. It's a really cool event. And Thank having you. something so unique like that in Jacksonville just makes it even more exciting for me to spend my money when I really shouldn't. <laughs> so thanks. Thank you. <laughs> but outside of the main events, you guys also really stay busy during the year with DIY classes. We do. So what, what are these like? So we started these in November, but we introduced it with a cocktail class, a holiday cocktail class out of the Volstead. So they walked you through like five signature drinks that were easy and more difficult to offer during your holiday parties. We also had a holiday embroidery class where they would, she walked you through how to make um, a snowflake ornament. You know, we're trying to expand it further. So we have cheese making, watercoloring, watercolor, excuse me. (laughs) Last night we were actually at Manifest Distilling with Camp Craft Cocktail Kits. I and actually, but that's wow. where was, I found out about Cam Craft uh, was um, the makery last year. That's where I bought so my first one. Fun. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's, add yes. a little gin to one of those. That's some tasty <laughs> stuff. Yes, it is. So we're trying to expand. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to do juicing, some health-related ones, some branding for your business. We really want to touch every every topic. How so often that, does that kind of stuff happen? Um, so right now, it's about day. once a week. Oh, uh, we're wow. looking to do about two a week. How can somebody get involved in that? So we always make an event on Facebook okay. um, for participants. Yeah, uh, It's also on our website. If you go to our website, 
the makerijacks.com. And then then if you are a teacher who would like to teach something or even a local boutique, brewery, restaurant, anything that would like to host, then they can just reach out on our website as well. Cool. So is that the same place people can go to find out about where the makery is happening? So how can people get tickets for the makery and where is it happening? The event is happening at Space 42. It is going to be April 13th, 14th, and 15th. I want to just note that the 13th is something new and different that we're doing this year. I know. Exciting. <laughs> see the jazz hands or hear them, but they just happen. It's very exciting. It's uh, really different. I mean, the makery itself is new. was new when we started doing that. Uh, in Jacksonville, it was definitely a new concept. This time, we're pulling out a VIP open studio night. So it, this is actually a ticketed event. It's $35. Uh, per ticket, but all of our makers will be actually making their goods. So we will have people uh, welding, we'll be having glass blowing, we'll be doing sewing, um, we'll have people doing ceramics on their wheel, we have mono printing, we have everybody that's usually at their booth selling, buying and selling, will actually be making and creating. And somebody else will be handling the buying and selling. So it's a, really a, 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 we're calling it a VIP night but it's really about um getting even one step closer and more involved in what you're buying so you get to really engage with the yeah maker. i love you- that because sometimes like i'll go to a craft show i'm like this is really beautiful but you always appreciate it more when you like right. see how much work goes into yeah. it like yeah. when i was in disney yes. in the animal kingdom there was this guy that had like these like wood I don't even know what you call them, like wood carvings. And he was sitting there just making them. And I'm like, how long have you been sitting there? And I'd be more impressed if he wasn't sitting there very long for how much detail was in this. (laughs) I was like... Are it makes it always makes it more fun it when you does. get to see how it's made. It does. And I think yeah. it builds value. You know, people understand the price behind their products is this time and love goes into it. Yeah. How did you guys get so passionate about like, just handmade things? <laughs> well, I, I grew up very creatively inclined. I would just disappear in my room for hours. My mom got me this massive craft book. I don't know where she got it. It's I would love to get it again. <laughs> uh, but I would just go through and try to like make these different things and I've just grown up loving that. And yeah. like the the whole concept and like I said love behind the time that goes into it and the skill that it takes. As I got older and you know you have to go to school and you know pick a career and that kind of thing. <laughs> I knew that I wanted to be able to work with creatives mm-hmm. and make things. And in this season of life, I don't have that time with three young kids. So it's really been a blessing to work with Sarah and instead enable people who are making things and trying to um, make a living doing that and providing a platform so that they can do that. That's huge because that's what a lot of local artists need is just the support and the platforms. Yeah, it's totally true. And that's what we sometimes try to be, you know, just a platform (laughs) for the people who kind of need it. Right. So like you said, both of you have kids. What do you what do you try to do when you have some precious free time? (laughs) Right now, we really don't have a lot. It is taking uh, just about every bit of our time to do this. Um, But I tell you, we both, I think, really enjoy it. I mean, it's it's really fun to see the success stories and hear just the impact that the market is having on people is just and it's just fun. I mean, so really, I mean, it's not not terribly exciting, but this is really what we're doing pretty much all the time in combination with our kids. Well, that's families. how you know you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like if you have to have tons of other hobbies to escape from what you're like doing for mm-hmm. your job, it's like maybe yeah. that should be your job. And it's not as fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it yeah. seems like you guys are right. totally passionate and it does right. fulfill you and it's something that you 
really right. does make you happy. And another fun little question we always just have to ask because we are a brunch podcast. Do you guys have a favorite brunch spot in Jack's Beach or around Jacksonville? And Actually, where? Actually, my newest spot is the German Schnitzel House because they have a, I am not uh, vegan. I am more vegetarian inclined, but they have a vegan menu and it is out of this world. Really? Yes. Sometimes I've discovered that sometimes that? the vegan it's, menu of any place is so delicious. Good. It is. And I would it's never healthy. normally walk into a German schnitzel house. I think schnitzel and meat and nope. So they actually have this like chicken and waffles, faux chicken and waffles and oh. it is on point. Where is this? Place? It's on San Pablo. Oh. So it's closer to the beach side. San Pablo oh. and Atlantic, yeah. It's, Why Atlantic? It's I, I know the this Steinmart, area. In the Steinmart Plaza. It's away on the corner oh, and yeah. actually they have their own little small parking lot in the back. They have a great patio and there's some it's woods fun. around it. It's a really sort of a yeah. hidden spot. I had no idea. Be yeah, because I've, I've heard about it. I'm like, oh, schnitzel. Like, I'm never really in the mood for schnitzel. No, so. no, yeah, no, be excited. But I didn't know they had like a brunch awesome. menu and let alone a vegan menu. So yeah. that's kind of good to know. Yeah. Sarah, that what about so you? Cool. What's your, your favorite brunch spot? Uh, I love anywhere with a great Bloody Mary. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I love <laughs> Bloody Marys. It for me, uh, <laughs> we're my people. Yes, and if, and especially the more toppings, the better. Like, yes. absolutely, when shrimp, takes the cake for me, bacon, a chicken nugget. <laughs> yes, and you know how many people olives. don't like Bloody Marys? Like every time I bring what? it up to people, I go to order one. They're like, ew, and I'm like. Yeah, they're like, who are you? Ketchup. What? No. Yep. No, it's if you more, do it so right, much more. You don't even need the food. Like, you can just Seriously. add all, just do the Bloody Mary with the with the food inside the Bloody Mary. Exactly. <laughs> this is why I love her. Is there a favorite, <laughs> what, what did you say? Is there a favorite spot that has, like, really good Bloody Marys? Um, honestly, I, I dream, there was a, a space in Savannah that had the absolute best. And mm. so everything um, is sort of in comparison is with that. Huey's? And I am still on the hunt for... A great like do-it-yourself Bloody Mary bar. Oh, like a build I mean, your own. That's really what I. Those I mean, they just a smorgasbord, an and um, I mean, if I needed a new hobby, I would totally <laughs> take that on. Like Jacksonville, <laughs> it would be incredible. So I'm still on look on the hunt for that. What is this? I went to this place in Riverside. I don't go over there very often, but there was a place. You know that little theater in like is it Five Sunray? Points? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunray so theater? Yeah. There was a restaurant like right there that was like half indoor outdoor oh derby on park the one I, that's kind I, of on the corner i think that might be it i don't know one of them it was it's, the best bloody mary i've ever had i don't I know what, i wish i knew the it's name of it half out yeah derby. it was so derby's is pretty good. good but sarah you might have you been to rue in um rue saint mark in san marco I haven't been there. That's their Bloody Mary. Okay. Legit. They <laughs> have extra horseradish to theirs. Ooh. I like mine a little spicier, and theirs is perfect. So you'll you'll have to make like an extra hour out of your weekend I'm somewhere there. to I'm make there. it happen and try it out. It's always time for a good Bloody Mary. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for coming. Yes. We really appreciate it. And we're really excited to, I'm super excited to go to the makery again and spend more money than I should. I look forward to it now every, every season. Every season it happens. Thanks as always for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at But First Brunch Podcast. We put out new episodes every Sunday on our free iHeartRadio app and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm Catalina. You can find me everywhere at Catalina on Air. And I'm Jessica. You can follow me at Jesse Coops. And we'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.